Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie. And today I've got uh, part two of three with Darcy Sullivan. This is three part series that we're doing everything SEO. I know sometimes it can be a, a mundane subject or a little bit above our heads as doctors, but it's something you need to be aware of and know. I'm not necessarily expecting you to do it on your own, but you need to have the awareness uh, around it so that you're doing this and taking advantage of what proper SEO can do for your search and just, you know, honestly (laughs) churning out new patients to your practice without you having to do a whole lot other than, you know, create content. And there's some things we talk about with that, but it's just amazing when you set this and get it going and kind of monitor it here and there and update it, uh, how many new patients you can get from Google and search and the other platforms uh, anywhere from maybe five to 15 new patients. I know there's some practices that get even more than that. But imagine if you got just, let's say, eight new patients a month uh, from, from say, Google and just local search. It, it really can be a game changer for your practice. So today we're going to talk about how to rank for your city and surrounding areas, okay? And we're going to dive deep into that and give some actionable steps that can really help you out. If you missed part one, that was on creating SEO-friendly blog posts. So I highly recommend going back and listening to episode 143. Okay, so today we're going to dive into local ranking and in, in, in your city and your surrounding areas and some of the key aspects of what you can do for that. Okay, before we, would, we do that, I want to go over um, the MPI Master Series Sports Summit with you. I wish I could go this year. I'm highly recommending you go. I was there last year uh, and I presented uh, with Richard Ohm on marketing and grassroots marketing and then there's other great presenters there that were doing everything around the shoulder last year. I was invited back this year, but unfortunately, I can't make it. But fortunately, it's for a good reason. It's just a little bit too close to my first child's due date. So I am putting a travel ban on myself. And so I can't go this year, but I'll definitely be there next year. This year, it's March 28th and 29th, and it's going to be in uh, Chicago. It's at the uh, National University of Health Sciences. So it's at the school there. Lombard, Illinois. Uh, and that's uh, it's going to have a great lineup of speakers and it's all around the lumbar spine. So basically how it works is you have different breakouts and you attend all of them. And some of it might be soft tissue for the lumbar spine. It could be palpation and adjustments. It could be functional assessment and rehab. And your presenters uh, this year are Mark King, Corey Campbell, Brett Winchester, of course. Those are kind of the, the three that were uh, heavily involved in last year's and then uh, Jason Holm as well, which he did a great job last year uh, with the functional movement system and really getting you uh, uh, to be able to implement it seamlessly without it being overwhelming. Okay. Uh, We're gonna have David Seaman there talking about nutrition. Uh, Richard Holm will be there again and Dr. John Rosa. So that's your lineup. I highly recommend you go check out uh, www.mpicourses.org and you can sign up there. It's a good crowd. It's a ton of information. And the best part about it is that it's all applicable on Monday morning when you get there. So check it out. I won't be there this year. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed it last year. I'll definitely be there in 2021. Uh, So this year, it's all about the lumbar spine. Check that out, mpicourses.org. All right, without further ado, here's my interview with Darcy Sullivan. 
All right. Welcome to the show again, Darcy. This is uh, episode two of a, of a trilogy. I know we had one come out in January and now we're into, into February. So we're going to discuss local SEO today. Last episode we had, we talked about blog SEO and we want to really figure out how to rank for your city and surrounding areas. So welcome to the show today. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we were chatting before this. You've been uh, a big help to a lot of the chiropractors I work with and and even other ones. And so we applaud you for that and also just providing us with a lot of uh, free information on these podcasts and some blogs that you've written. And I know we had the virtual summit in the past. So uh, I thank you for that. And I think the uh, local SEO is a big topic that a lot of people are going to be interested in today. Yeah, you're welcome. And yeah, I think it's obviously very important for your audience. It is. And so let's jump right into it. What's uh, kind of the first thing they should be considering when it's the local? Uh, and obviously SEO for those who are hearing it for the first time is search engine optimization. So what should they be looking at right out of the gates? Okay. So when we're talking about local SEO, this is kind of like the SEO 201 type class. You need to have a good understanding of exactly what basic SEO is before you really dive into local SEO. But to get down to the crux of it is we're focusing on basically having chiropractor your city. Ranking for your city plus your keyword terms like chiropractor mm -hmm. or chiropractic care, depending on what other services you offer as well, but really trying to rank specifically for your city and then again, the surrounding areas. Yeah. So very local. Obviously there's some, I think some people might th think that's obvious, but there's a lot of businesses um, that aren't local. <laughs> yeah. So, and the way that I think is kind of best for us to chat about it is we'll talk about some actions that you can take off of your website, which is off page SEO. And then we can chat about some ways on your website where you can help to add in some local keywords and improve your local SEO ranking of your okay, website. So to, to kind of summarize that, there's off website stuff you need to be doing. There's some things on your website you need to do. Let's do the uh, off site first. Okay. So first, you know, SEO has grown. So it used to be SEO was some kind of crazy coding thing you just did on the back end of your website and that was it. And then along came social media and along came all these other elements that now play a role as well. So the first one that I want to talk about is the map pack. And that's when you're on Google and you see the top three, they're also called the local pack, but they're the set of three businesses that are in the results that are pulled from Google Maps. So, you know, when we talk about this, we're talking about even above where you could, your website could rank. Mm -hmm. And the key to ranking in the map pack is to focus on your Google My Business profile. Mm -hmm. And if you have not gone in and completely optimized your Google My Business profile, stop what you're doing and do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. And so it, it's, yeah, it's pretty easy. It, you know, as you go through, it just it asks you questions. Just fill out as much information as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's almost like a second website, right? It, it really, it is in a very different way, but yeah. yes, it, it is. And, you know, Google favors Google. 
Yeah. (laughs) It wants to put its information above your website. Mm -hmm. So you got to play the Google game. And again, one of the ways to do that is to really go through and make sure that you've completely optimized your Google My Business profile. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a couple questions on that. Images are important. Now, I know it's important from, say, the end user. They're looking at it and they want to see nice pictures and see your office and friendly staff and stuff like that. But does Google put some weight into that as well by having a fair amount and and some compelling images? Yeah. So you want to do your best to provide as much information as you can, which does include images, but it also includes making sure that every data point that you can fill out that you have. So you want to make sure you've got the category section, you've got everything filled out that you possibly can to optimize it. And I know that some people are like, well, I'll wait till I get pictures Mm -hmm. or better pictures, but I would suggest that if you have something you can work with to go ahead and use that. And another thing that's very important on Google My Business and any other listings you have online is your nap. Map. And your nap is, yes, not the kind that we like to take midday, but <laughs> <laughs> nap stands for your name, address, and phone number. Mm-hmm. And this is extremely important, especially if you've ever moved locations. Yes. Yes, you have to make sure that everywhere that your address is listed the same way online because that is a sure indicator to Google and the other search engines that you're a legit business. If you've got three different versions of your address floating around there, it doesn't provide the same consistent information. And again, it disqualifies you almost as being a real business. So you want to make sure that if you have changed locations that you've done a search online to make sure that all of your listings are updated and if you don't know how to update them you can use a service like whitespark okay and they'll go in and do what we call a citation and again the citation is the nap the name address phone number mm-hmm. also a website like if for some reason you had an old website and you may have redirected it, but or you didn't redirect it for some reason. Maybe it's just gone. Yeah. Um, it would be fine if it was redirected, but you do want to make sure that it's consistent with the listings, that every URL that you have listed is the same URL, that you're mm-hmm. not switching those out. So again, WhiteSpark does have a service where if you have moved, if you haven't cleaned up those citations, you can go in and do that. Or even worse, like if you had worked with somebody before who had set up a Google My Business account or profile for you and then you've got two, you want to make sure that you consolidate those down into one. I had both those issues in the past. I, <clears throat> in 2013, I moved just different suites because I purchased the one suite moved into it. So I had to go and I didn't know about that service, but I had to go and get rid of all those old different suite numbers. And it was, uh, it was a lot. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it can be a lot. So sometimes it's easier just to have a service go in and clean it up for you, especially if there may be through accounts, somebody else set up with you. If you were working with a marketing agency years Mm -hmm. ago and you're like, I don't know passwords. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Perfect. Yeah. And then as it relates to Google, my business and overall, and I think you guys do a really good job of talking about this is obviously the online reviews. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's a big one, and it's a huge signal um, in regards to SEO in saying, hey, this company is legit. People mm -hmm. like them. People are talking about them. And obviously, that's for Google My Business, Facebook, Yelp, the local listings. I know it's impossible to answer it because uh, Google algorithm is always changing and it's kind of secretive and things like that. But do they put any weight on, say, frequency of reviews, like getting new reviews at all? You do want to make sure that you are getting new reviews and you want to make sure that you're not getting them so chunked together, yeah. like, you know, getting 100 on one day and then <laughs> zero. Yeah. And I think you did... You, you've talked about this before, about your methods of gathering those so that they're pretty spaced out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I guess the other question is, it, and I know there's not a magic number, for a lo you know, local chiropractor, what would you say is a fair amount, in a, in a, in a moderate-sized town or whatever, a fair amount of Google reviews to have? I would say look at your competition and look at what the, the top one or two spots, how many they have. Yep. And aim to get a couple more. Perfect. What also is more important, it, well, not more important, but also important, is you want to make sure that when somebody leaves a review that you reply to the review. Okay. That's a great and, piece of advice. Yeah. And you want to do that pretty quickly. And okay. even if it's, a, if it's a negative review, we have a, have a blog post about how to handle that. Because there's ways of adjusting and... Mm adjusting the way somebody interprets a negative review can, by the way you reply. Can you share, not right now, but when you get a chance, can you share that in the closed Facebook group? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. I'm going to give like, I'll give a non-chiropractor example really yeah. quickly. Mm -hmm. It was a couple years ago and there was this mountain ski resort and they had one of the guys left a review and it was a one star review and it was like, this slope is too hard. They turned it into a whole advertising campaign uh, that was like, Bob says our slope is too hard and it has like a guy wiping out. <laughs> and, you know, another example is I know another local business that what they did is they replied to the negative review, correcting, being like, well, that's not our location. Like, yeah. because sometimes when people leave bad reviews, mm -hmm. they're just wrong yeah uh, and I know, um one of the disclaimers for chiropractors is you know you can respond to that you're just gonna have to leave some of the what we call phi but basically the the health information or any of the stuff that would be a hipaa issue you don't want to put that in there you know you don't want to say course. oh well like mary your neck was the worst neck i've ever seen and you had this and i like starting to ramble on <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, it's just one of the things we have to be careful of. But you can reply uh, to a Google review. Just be a little, don't be too um, informational. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so that's that's a great comment there. But you do want to make sure that you are taking time to respond to what people are saying online about your business. Perfect. Um, how about comments? Like, or not comments. Uh, I know that you people can ask questions now. Is that being utilized by anybody? Is, is Google carrying weight on that? I know it's almost like you can start to communicate now. They uh, are, and you can even start them on your own. Like, you know, if you feel like nobody's asking questions or that they're asking the wrong questions and you want to highlight specific questions mm -hmm. that you want people to know the answer to, 
you can start by asking your own questions and then answering those. Perfect. All right. What's next? So next, I want to chat about your actual website. Okay. Okay. So we've talked before about general SEO when it comes to your website and, mm -hmm. to your, and on your blogs, but I want to get into more detail about the local SEO factors. Okay. So sometimes when a chiropractor puts out their website, the only time that their location or their city is even mentioned in the site is just in their address. Mm-hmm. And that makes it extremely difficult to rank for that extended location, any of those extended location keywords when okay. you're not providing Google that information to grab onto. Gotcha. Two great things are happening right now for Parker Seminars Las Vegas. You can still get early bird pricing, but it ends soon. And you could be entered for a chance to win a VIP package that includes three hotel nights stayed during the seminar at the Paris Hotel. You'll also receive a VIP badge that gets you access to reserved seating in the main hall, front of the line access for photo and autograph opportunities, and exclusive access to the Parker Alumni Lounge. Go to parkerseminars.com and choose the Las Vegas button to register now. That's parkerseminars.com. Where do you put that uh, in addition to just the basic areas? So one thing for sure is your homepage. You uh -huh. want to make sure that your title tag, your meta description includes those locational words. So in regards to your city, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that that's included there. You also want to make sure that throughout your website, that you're including your city keyword without it looking like, hey, we're just trying to shove this in. Yeah, yeah. And there, there are ways to do it right and there are ways to do it wrong. And we'll start with the ways to do it wrong. I'm sure you've all seen, if you go to specific chiropractors pages where they have like city, like name of city, chiropractor, name of another city, chiropractor, that are like, surrounding it so that they've got these like separate pages that are just shoved full of city focused keywords so that they can rank in that specific area. Yeah. That's not how to do it. You know, there's easy ways to, as you're writing copy to work in your sit, to work in the name of your location, you know, active individuals and city fill in the mm -hmm. blank, mm -hmm. turn to chi our chiropractic care, blah, 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 blah. So there's ways to work it in without sounding like you're trying to hammer it. Yeah. And I think that that's one thing that you definitely want to consider when you're looking at the copy on your website is making sure that you're using your location keyword. Okay. Perfect. Now, yeah, I know I did. I know you had me do that in the past. Yeah. And now some of my other, I don't want to say tricks, but some of my other like tricks <laughs> would be is I know one time like we looked at your website, you had had an event and yep. the event had actually passed, yep. but that event page, because you had put that content actually on your website was ranking for that location. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had suggested to you don't remove it. You know, you can put past events and have a link going to that page. But if people are getting to your page, your website, even if it's not your homepage, because of quality content like this, you don't mm -hmm. want to just get rid of it. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, I know 
I know that chiropractors focus in different areas. Mm -hmm. Some people are in cities where they're just focusing for their city keyword, while others need to focus for surrounding cities as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can do this through a couple different ways. One, if you work with the corporate, if you're a corporate chiropractor as well, you yep. could do a write-up on, as long as you have permission from mm-hmm. whatever corporation you're working with, mm-hmm. do you know kind of like a, a white paper testimonial type, this is how we went in, this is how we helped this company, mm-hmm. but focus on their location, you know, stating their location in the copy. Mm -hmm. So you could use that as a blog post, but then it also doubles almost as a sales piece or a sales collateral. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I know we were doing a fair amount of that in the past. So we try to highlight some of the companies we were working with and things. Yeah. Uh, But that gives you the opportunity because sometimes people are like, well, what kind of content can I develop around a city or an area that's right next to me or not exactly in the target area that I'm really trying to focus on. So you can do things like I just mentioned. You could Mm -hmm. also, let's just say you went to a park that was in a target area that you wanted to get more clients around. Mm -hmm. And you could do film like three short videos Mm -hmm. on how to do specific stretches. And then when you did, you know, obviously put them on YouTube, but also use them on your blog, you could do a page about you know these stretches that we did at this location uh, and highlight it that way so that you're uh, able to not be like you know not creating pages uh, that are like chiropractor city we don't exist in you're yeah. doing content that helps your audience well, <laughs> I think we we spotlight I think we spotlighted someone in my area when when we when you audited everything yes. and it was like I didn't know this guy had practices in those ad- adjoining cities, you know, it was like he basically had Boca Raton and then like Delray and then Boynton. I was like, I didn't know yet. Why would he have practices that close together? Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it wasn't. He just was trying to capture as many towns as possible. That's kind of like that would be your black hat SEO, right? It would, it would not only be your black hat SEO, but it's like if one Google update doesn't get him, the next one will because you're not, you, the whole idea is each of your pages needs to be totally unique content. Mm-hmm. Not just to switch out of a name of a city. Yeah. So, you know, it might work one day, but I guarantee you in the long run, it's not going to work. Yeah. And it just <laughs> looks shady. Yes. <laughs> Let's it's, be honest. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, too. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. Anything else with the website stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think other content ideas, if you're trying to get in some of those local keywords, mm-hmm. are a lot of your chiropractors either work with gyms or they work with triathlete uh, triathlons or they work with other groups within certain cities. So you can yep. highlight the content in that direction. Ah, perfect. So like yeah. something, let's just give an example for me. I'm a sponsor and work with a lot with the Boca Raton triathletes. Uh, I could spotlight some of that onto the website <clears throat> and that in, a, in the name of their group is the Boca Raton Triathletes, uh, that right. could probably uh, benefit me on my website, right? Absolutely. And you know, you could do a blog post mm. about a specific event or how you did the sponsorship. So you could definitely jump into it from that angle, or I know some um, chiropractors partner with gyms. Yep. So if you have gyms that are in the specific location, you know, what kind of training are you doing there? What are you providing? Any of this stuff, you see, it's a 
it double serves. So one, it provides information that your target audience and people visiting your website actually want. Mm -hmm. And it provides you a move up in the direction on Google. The problem with the person that we mentioned that we didn't mention their name, the chiropractor that had all the different city pages that were done kind of black hat-ish, yeah. is that's not providing actual value to your audience. Correct. So it's like kind of getting ideas here as we're talking, like two things off the top of my head is the Boca Raton triathletes. And then obviously I'm the, uh, I do a lot with the XP sports for the clinical director. And you know, I've talked about that before. And so right now we're working with a bunch of college guys for the NFL combine. And, and I've worked with them since 2010, Boca Raton triathletes since 2011. Um, I could probably spotlight that on my homepage with their permission, which I know I have, and I could have their information on there, but I could also probably write a really well-developed blog about the NFL Combine and XPE sports, and they get a lot of traction locally, so that could help out my local. Uh, I could probably do the same thing for the Boca Raton triathletes, do a nice, robust blog about that, have some of the club owners... Um, testimonial and some of the things that we've done with the group and, and put that on there. And that could ultimately help out our SEO. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I love those ideas. And you mentioned another one kind of testimonials. Yep. Instead of just leaving your testimonials on Google My Business or Yelp or Facebook, you can also include them on your website, but state the person's location. So let's just say, We'll take Book Raton, for example, but you have a testimonial, Dan R., who's in Delray. Uh -huh. There's no reason that you can't say Dan R., Delray Beach, Florida, so that you're able to work again some mm. of those city words in without it being done in a trashy kind of way. Okay. Is there any, do they, does Google have any feed at all, like feed the Google reviews into your website, or is it you just have to copy and paste kind of? Um, I would suggest copying and pasting just because you have more control over it. Like what happens if... Oh, yeah, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> the next one isn't that. Yeah. Um, now, something you mentioned was sponsorships. Yeah. We talk a bit about once people have like the foundation of their website in place, we talk about gaining backlinks to your website. Mm -hmm. And I think that some people get overwhelmed with this idea. For local SEO, there's some really easy ways that you can gain some local links. And okay. those include things like sponsorships. Uh. Or, for example, like I spoke at a college like five years ago. Mm -hmm. So I got a couple, ED, EDU links are like the coveted. They're like really good. So I have links to my website, EDUs, because of a talk that I gave five years ago. I'm still getting credit for it. The website's still getting credit for it now. But you can see how like doing small things like sponsorships or getting involved in your community, having backlinks from them. And a backlink means that a source is linking, has your website listed on its website and is linking to your website. And what this says to Google is, hey, especially let's just say it was like a chiropractic yeah. university or something. They're linking to you that says, hey, wow, this, are, this source sure is good. You know, this, uh -huh. it's an extra like high five from Google. It's huh. 
credibility level. So yeah, you'd like to have other people have your site linked on theirs and then obviously you would link their, theirs on yours, right? Uh, I mean, you don't have to have theirs on yours. I gotcha. But maybe and it's going to help. If it helps yeah. them, it's good reciprocity. It, it is. But you do. I do suggest if you have a link that is not on your website, that's listed on your website, open it in a new window because there's nothing worse than having somebody yeah. on your website and then them leaving, getting distracted, and never finding you again. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> good point. All right. Perfect. Uh, what's our next strategy? You know, those are kind of the biggest takeaways mm -hmm. of what you should really focus on on your website and off mm -hmm. of your website when it comes to local SEO. Okay, perfect. Especially when you're just getting started. I don't want to overwhelm anybody with too many ideas at once. Yeah, and that's not our goal for the podcast either. It's like, let's start having the conversation. The audience can hear it, understand that there's things can be done, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want my chiropractors doing it all themselves and, yeah. and trying to know all the, the nitty gritty of it, but just to start understanding and be aware of what you can do and, mm -hmm. then, and then have an expert like yourself uh, do it. I always recommend you and I always recommend chiropractors delegate out things that they're not unique at. So I, I think it's important for them to understand mm -hmm. though, what, what they're getting involved with. And I think that when we talk about stuff, especially how we just talked about local, local SEO, it should all make sense. Yeah. So if you are partnering with somebody to help assist with your marketing efforts, just make sure it makes sense and overlays with mm -hmm. any other marketing goals you have. Perfect. Great information. I do. I do want you to share that one uh, blog that you wrote. In, yeah. Okay. And, and actually, yeah. And then I'll, what I'll do is, if you share it in that group, I'll take it and I'll post it in the show notes as well because I think that would be uh, helpful for sure. Okay. Any other words of advice or recommendations or anything for our chiropractors? So again, Google My Business. Mm -hmm. Nap. Make sure everywhere it's the same online. Yep. Focus on your reviews. On your website, make sure that you're actually mentioning your location and that it's not just in your contact information. Mm -hmm. Focus on community involvement and then including that community involvement or highlighting it on your website. Yeah, I think that's a big takeaway for me is that I can improve on that. Like we do a lot of community involvement. I recommend chiropractors do a lot of community outreach, community involvement. Start to put that on there, you know, and get that going and make your website uh, show how much you're involved in the community. And, you know, and then one of the things we spoke about on part one of this three-part series was blog SEO. And so make sure you're blogging and you're putting that on there. I touched base on a couple of the ideas I'm going to run with now after this episode, but consider doing some blogs around some of the connections you have in sponsorships or collaborations, right? Uh, and obviously listen to the episode we did on blog SEO. And then our next Part three of three, uh, which will be released in March, we're going to be talking about, which I really love this topic actually, is making old content new again. And we're just going to try to revive some of your old website content. And that's something that I do strategically when I know, uh, like for instance, this month of uh, January that we're recording it, I've got so much going on with uh, beginning of the year and the NFL Combine stuff and, and just a lot. And uh, so I'm kind of re repurposing some old content. Luckily, we've been doing content for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be new content for a lot of people. That's great. 
So, all right, great. Thank you for your time again. And I look forward to having you on very shortly again for part three. Awesome. Thank you too. Thanks for tuning in today. Please be sure to check our redesigned website at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Stay up to date with our blog where content is regularly added by Kevin and guest contributors. You can also access our library of podcast episodes there. Go to www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com and subscribe to the podcast today. This is the podcastfactory.com.